0: Welcome to the Improperly Forward production of the Everything's Not Fine podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Bednick, And I'm Nicole Gonzalez. We live in a world where our lives are on display all of the time. There's a lot of pressure to keep up appearances and sugarcoat the crap. We're putting our foot down and saying we don't have to do that anymore. Everything is not fine, and that's absolutely Okay. Welcome to the special coronavirus episode. I don't, we need a good title, like, Surviving Corona. I don't know.
1: Mmm, that sounds good to um, me. We need a good title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> corona Watch 2020. T- every time someone says Corona, I'm like, oh, give me a, with a little lime and mm-hmm. throw some fajita meat on the grill. Okay, so, start. <laughs>
0: I'm keeping that in. Um, no, <laughs> we are officially in the episode now because that's.
1: Damn. I I uh, totally wonder if the beer <laughs> is just going to skyrocket. Like their sales are just going to go through the roof.
0: Well, do you, you know, there are some people who have refused to drink the beer. Like they're like because no, of not this. drinking it.
1: <laughs> yes, they they think it's a conspiracy or what.
0: Uh, Or like, I'm not even going to chance it. I don't, whatever. It's Mexican, not Chinese, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. (laughs) So yeah, this episode is just Nicole and I talking about what's going on in our own life with, um, Ellie is now calling it the Rona.
1: So in my house, it's just (laughs) the Rona. The Rona. Okay. I might, I might steal that.
0: Yeah, well, so in our house, also we call diarrhea zaria. So I think mm-hmm. it's the rona, and the
1: we rona. call it the runs.
0: Anyway, oh, we have many words for it, but that's like <laughs> the most PC one I can
1: say. <laughs> um, when have we ever been PC? Well, yeah, this is it. <laughs> it's my the. Oh
0: we'll probably have to do an episode on how wildly inappropriate my household is in all ways, but especially like crass and coarse conversations. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's, so
1: I'm, bad. I'm doing my best, you know, to raise gentlemen. I re- I really, mm-hmm. truly, honestly, I'm doing my best, but it's not happening.
0: Yeah, well, the <laughs> worst one in our whole house is my daughter. Like, she puts oh, yeah. the rest of everyone to shame. So I don't, yeah, that ship <laughs> sailed.
1: <laughs> you
0: choose your battles, man. Anyway, back to the Rona.
1: Back to the Rona.
0: Um, so, I just to give a, a brief rundown of what the situation is. Nicole, well, I live 40 minutes from the... Um, elderly care facility, which is the epicenter of the outbreak in Washington state, but not only really our state, it was the first fatality in the country. Like we were probably hit first and quickest with this. And so all that being said, we, it, the measures of safety and uh, self-quarantine are incredibly high in my area. I live in a suburb of Seattle, but um, most of the people in my neighborhood communicate or commute into the city for work, or they normally do, you know, when mm-hmm. they're not, most people are working from home now. So many people like it's, we're very, even though we're, we're 30 to 40 minutes from Seattle, it's, we live right outside of Seattle by all, you know, measures of Jim goes into Seattle at least once a week for work. And you know, he's, yeah, you know, so we're just very much feeling this. You, yeah. however, are in a very different situation. So, yes, um, I'm very interested to hear from you how it looks in in the big city in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> the well, big city so of we have population had... what
1: five thousand? No, no, I I think it's about nine. Nine between eight and nine. Yeah, very yeah. small. Double A high school. Uh, double A. Uh uh-huh. Um,
0: you know. So that's we- just so you know that population is less than
1: my subdivision
0: neighborhood. Like that's okay. and and granted, it's a very large subdivision in a suburb, but just. Yeah. I mean that's just a good reference point of how small your town is compared to, yes. you know. Where yes. Okay. Yeah. So so tell me all the. Things. We
1: have no confirmed cases in mm-hmm. um, our county. Um, mm-hmm. We do have one confirmed case in a neighborhood county. Um, actually, uh-huh. two neighborhood counties. So on either side of us, there has been one. Yeah. Um, oh, gotcha. Confirmed case, but um, I. I live in a very, um, low income community. Mm -hmm. My, um, our schools are probably 95% free or reduced lunch, very low income families. Um, we're an agricultural community, um, like predominantly Hispanic and our families are field workers and immigrants and migrant workers. And so when I went to the store, this morning, it, people are, you can tell they're nervous. I don't see, I don't see fear, but yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's fear of sickness. I think it's fear of economically. How are we going to survive this? Because, um, you know, I, I mean, I know for a fact that there's kids that their only, their only good nutrition comes from school. Yeah. And so, you know, and these parents, like, they have to work. They have to. Yeah. And so they're going to be home alone. And, right. and I can see that that's what's affecting my community. They just found out yeah. – we just found out this morning, or actually last night, that all restaurants are closing. Right. And – you know so which is like that's kind of all there is to do here we, you know we right. do have a bowling yes. alley and a <laughs> a movie theater yeah but which are those are also closed now too and so it's kind right. of like you know I, I can tell that that's how it's affecting my town is yeah that uncertainty yeah. of like how are we going to get through this not yeah. even i don't well and especially no especially go ahead
0: especially in your town if you're not a field worker or or working in some respect that has to do with agriculture, you are working at the restaurants, at yes. the schooling, and there's the a lot of other jobs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. all of employment and, and I don't know, I don't know how quickly or how much this will affect, you know, our field workers or our farmers in general across the country. I don't know where yeah. or how that's going to be affected, Um, I haven't really heard a lot of talk about that actually.
1: Um, Well, so our, um, our trucking company, that's, that's the, that's the small, um, company that we own our trucking company. We're already feeling it because there's a plant, um, that we run through and it's, it's closed Mm -hmm. down now. And so, you know, the big, the big factories, the big plants, the, you know, they're starting to close down because it's, it's a. I mean, they employ over a hundred employees there at those factories. And so they have, you know, that's. So that's what will happen is the trucking. Well, and that's
0: concerning because that's where our food is coming
1: through. (laughs) Exactly. So if the
0: plant that, and that's the big fear. and, And we laugh about the toilet paper shortages or things like that. But the truth is, is that if people can't go to work, they in in these factories and plants and and all of this then what we use every day isn't being produced and so mm-hmm. that is I don't support mass buying and all of that I you know I think that no. it it has been you know obviously just kind of ridiculous however I do understand the fear behind it and yeah some of it is just mass panic and oh if everybody's buying it I should probably buy it I have felt that like I'm like yeah am I under- Pair? is is 50 rolls of toilet paper not enough like is my usual yeah. costco pack not enough um am i am i missing something here so i get that but um you know i sunday night or saturday night i late made jim go to the store with me i'm like i'm i'm just nervous we don't have enough like and now especially with the kids home um you know, they, usually they still pack their lunch anyway. You know, we have all the food for that kind of stuff, but my, I have two teenagers who Mm -hmm. eat constantly and these are very privileged problems, but I do, I do feel that panic of crap. Like I have said very specifically, you don't just go in the pantry anytime you want. We don't know how long that's going to last. I mean, yeah. yes, it looks like we have a ton of food, but we don't know how long we have to make this last. So well, I had we to know- have a
1: meeting. <laughs> I had a little family yeah. meeting with my kids because I said, you guys, you need to understand right now, this, this is going to be a different time for you. Like yeah. normally when you come home from school, it would be, you know, go in the pantry and grab whatever because it's in there, yeah. but that that's not going to work right. this time. It's got to be mom. Yeah can I eat this or what can I eat? What, what is right. okay for right now? And I will let you know, like you, you have yeah. to ask, I'm sorry. I know that's frustrating or it's weird for you, but right. I also kind of feel like, like, this is good. This is really good for yes. our kids to understand life yes. and to realize that it's, it's not a free for all anymore. Like it's, right. it's, this is a serious situation and
0: yeah. Well, and there's so much that my kids, um, take for granted and there's yes. so much, I mean, they let's, yes, my kids have had emotional and mental and, you know, health, mental health type struggles in their life. Other than that, my kids have zero struggles, but yeah. you know, I mean, yes. yes, we've had times in our life where times were tough. Finances were hard. You know, we've gone through a couple of my husband's always worked as a commission-based person. So when the economy does weird things, we feel it. And so um, my kids have had to live through that, but nothing, 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 nothing like what you're talking about, like what people in our society are going to go through in these next months, maybe even years because of this. We've never felt anything like this. And- and i agree with what you said about the fear of yes there's a little bit of anxiety about getting sick and all of that but m- way more than that even in our own home the the concern is far more financial than health yeah and that to me speaks volumes about where we are as a society you know yeah. what i mean like
1: it's i mean it's i very i island. was able to run to the store on Friday. I Uh sent Larry for a couple things on Saturday. And I went again today, like just in case stuff, like hmm, maybe I should grab another jar of spaghetti sauce. Maybe I should get one more loaf of bread, um, two more gallons of milk, like just backup stuff. And, and I know, I mean, I, I saw, I saw ladies in there with me that, like you could, you could tell the fear on their face of like, yeah. I, I can't afford another gallon of milk. I can't right. afford right. like what they, they don't have the finances to stockpile. They don't have the finances yes. to prepare for two weeks. Like they're I, literally you know paying for tomorrow and that's all they can afford. Yeah. And it's like, my heart breaks for them. Yeah. Like, I literally want to say like, can I buy you a gallon of milk? Can yes. I? Yes. What, what else Which do you is- need?
0: Right. And and I hope, I hope desperately that people who do have that ability do reach out and do offer that kind of assistance to people. I mean, we can't care about are you gonna be offended if I offer this or are you going to yeah you know, like am I crossing yeah. a line or we just can't care right now. We have to take care of one another.
1: Yeah. And, and don't be embarrassed. Don't yeah. You know, lift your eyes, lift your eyes off of yourself. And yeah. and look around and yeah you know, who who else who else can I help
0: yeah yeah and there's I mean I could you know I look at people who here's my frustration right now people who aren't recognizing or acknowledging the seriousness of this um, yeah. and I hope I hope beyond hope that people are overreacting and that we're taking precautions that um, you know, we're going to look back and, and see, like people are saying, we're going to look back and be like, Oh, we, we really overreacted. This didn't happen. If that happens, that's success. Like Mm -hmm. I really, I hope that that's true. And that, you know, we don't look back and think we should have done more or we acted too late or, and it's, it's frustrating. I know it's so hard for like restaurants to close and all of that, but there are people who don't, are not taking it seriously even where i am in the middle of all that's happening here we have i think we're up to a thousand cases in my area now that are confirmed and um in every county and almost every town around me there's at least one confirmed case so if that's true then there's probably hundreds you know around Mm -hmm. that are unconfirmed um but people are still going to bars and restaurants and hanging out and doing all of the things that are normal. And if you look, you know, all of the things that Italy is releasing of these people who are now in quarantine, I don't know if, if you've seen it, I'll, I'll try to find a link for it and post it because it was pretty impactful. But these Italians who are sending themselves a message 10 days ago, basically, because that's us. We're we're Italians 10 days ago, right yeah. now, today. And they're saying, you know, stop thinking that this is an overreaction. Stop doing things as normal. Stop being angry. This is necessary. You know, yeah. they're looking yeah. back and being like, how I felt 10 days ago was so wrong because here we are today and and I can't leave my house. I'm, you know, community is them all standing on their balconies and singing together, which was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it's, that's all they have. And, and most of the places where we live, I can go stand outside on my back porch and sing, but (laughs) I mean, my closest neighbor, you know, it's, we don't even have that sense of community. So if we really do get to that point of quarantine for the most part, I mean, in New York city, in places, you know, where people are much closer together, you know, they will have that sense of community around each other, but the isolation will be real if, if we really have to get to that point, which I'm not convinced we're not going to at this point. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, for our president to just send out that don't be, you know, gathering in groups of 10 or more or of more than 10, like considering last week, he was like, everything's fine. We're fine to already be at this place that he of all people is acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, That's pretty serious, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so how are your kids, like, well, they –
1: your kids still had school today, right? So my kids had school today. Basically, it was just – it was a late start because I think the administration needed to meet with teachers and go over Mm -hmm. a plan of action. Um, Yeah. And I think they sent a message to um, all the families basically saying, like, please – Please don't be afraid to send your children to school today. Um, it we're going to send home packets. We're going to send home activities, things to keep your children engaged and and you know so they aren't just lost at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I wasn't nervous. I, I had a little talk with my boys this morning about, you know, please don't wrestle out at recess. Like don't don't touch your friends yeah. today. <laughs> keep your yeah. keep your hands clean. You know, I told. Um, my sixth grader, like every time you switch classrooms, I know you're going to be annoyed, but just go wash your hands, you know? And yeah. yeah, I've always made my kids like always, even before this whole thing, as soon as they walk in the door from school, they wash their mm-hmm. hands. I have a bathroom right by my garage and they literally like, you don't. You don't even walk in this house. You you wash your yeah. hands because their hands are disgusting when they get home. Anyways, like they're boys. That's so smart. Um, so you know, I'm I'm not. My kids are healthy and they're strong. And but yeah, I you know they didn't. They, why do did we even go today, Mom? I'm like, you guys, it's it's gonna be okay. Um, yeah, you know, like I think they're. I had a conversation with them yesterday because well, if there's no school, like can we go visit, you know, pop and tutu. And can we go, can we go to the movies and kind of have a friend over? And this is so dumb. And I'm like, so I had to really, you know, cause I have a five-year-old and a nine-year-old and even, you know, Quade, my 12 year old, they don't really understand why it's like, why do we got to stay home? So I did, I saw something online to explain it to young children in a way that they could understand. And, it said, think of it as a swimming pool. And half of the kids know how to swim well, but the other half do not know how to swim well. And there's only four lifeguards watching the entire pool. And we have to think of those kids and those people who do not know how to swim well. And maybe we might need to sit out on the side for a little while So that it's safer and the Mm -hmm. lifeguards can see those people better and easier. And that, you know, and so I had to explain to my kids, it's, there's only so many doctors, you guys, there's only so many hospitals and, and surgeons and respirators and triage rooms and doctor's offices. There's only so much. And so those of us that are healthy, we need to stay home so that we don't spread disease so that if people do get sick, there will be enough doctors to take care of the ones that really need it. And, you know, it was like, oh, like a light bulb moment for my boys because they're like, okay, like we have to, we have to protect those. Like my mother-in-law who, you know, open heart surgery, pacemaker, diabetes, um, she has circulation issues, like she is high risk. And so if, if something happens, like I want there to be a doctor available for her to help her fight this. And, you know, the, those children that are high risk, the children who have leukemia and who have already have health issues and those babies. And, you know, like my kids are tough, like we can fight it, but I, I need, I need them to understand, like, You know, just like we were saying before, like, open your eyes, boys. Like, look up off of ourselves. Yeah. There's other people who need it way more than us. And
0: Yeah. Well, and I don't know about your kids, but as much as I hope and try to teach my kids selflessness, and until there's a need to exercise and really live selflessly – it's not, it's not a strong muscle that they have.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not a muscle that they have
0: to build. It's, they know the principles, they know all of the things, but that doesn't mean that they have to live it on a daily basis. And for all of us, I mean, this is a time of really sacrificing for, um, for everyone, for the greater good, (laughs) like this is how we do it. And, um, yeah, I, we, like I said, you know, we have in our, in our suburb, we live in kind of a neighborhood, a little bit outside of our suburb. That's a planned community is what it's called. So within our little area, we have, um, a group of houses that is, um, like 65 and older or 55 and older. I'm not, I'm not sure, but it's an elderly, like it's still a neighborhood. They still all live in their own homes. Like, you know, it's not a, it's just a 55 and older neighborhood. So yeah.
1: Yeah. um, They look out for each other and
0: yes. Yeah. But they're at greater, you know, they're the greater risk. They're who we're protecting right now. So last night I sat down with the kids and we kind of made out what our daily schedule is going to look like because, listen some people you know their kids are going to be home for six weeks they'll you know do their online homework that the school sends out or whatever I and Ellie is pretty much that way but my kids I I still have to even though Jordan's 14 I still very much have to assume the homeschool role like he's not a self phone oh, yeah like, he's not I have to be there every step of the way so um which I discovered this morning I really suck at like I was never meant to be a homeschooler <laughs> No, me neither. But, um, <laughs> but I like yeah. we so, <laughs> we sat down last night and I was like, OK, you guys, we have to make a daily schedule because if we don't, we will all sleep until 10. We will watch shows until noon. We will then maybe eat a bowl of cereal. Then we'll go back to watching shows and then we'll go to bed and <laughs> and that'll be our life. So we yeah. we need to put self-imposed discipline in. Otherwise, we would not be a productive people.
1: You got to shower, Kel. You got to fit I mean, your shower yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. Is that not a necessity?
0: Well, I mean, like maybe every third day. <laughs> no, I, I'm a daily shower. Come on. We've already talked about this. Cleanliness in our home is important.
1: Um, if Cleanliness only, is next to godliness.
0: Yes. And if only because my <laughs> husband, like, won't talk to us if we don't shower. Um No. So, uh, and I think like some people are like, we are going to treat this as a time of like relaxing together and family time. Great. Love it. I support that. If that is what works for a family, do it. Um, but for us, my kids would get really, um, depressed and it would, anxiety Mm -hmm. would build and, um, all kinds of things would happen if we don't maintain a a pretty good schedule. Yeah. So we had to implement that. But anyway, my, so we're sitting down last night planning, um, what our schedule is going to look like. Cause I want them to have input. Otherwise it's not going to fly. Like I need to know from them. Okay. What's a realistic time that you're actually going to get up and get showered and get ready for your day. Let's decide that. Yeah. So if they have input, they're more apt to follow it. Um, So, but anyway, part of that was we decided we wanted to make sure we're doing acts of kindness every day, acts of service, kindness, and just coming up with ideas. Um, we're like, okay, what can we do for our friends in the, um, in the elderly neighborhood? Like what kinds of things can we do that we're not engaging them because we don't want to give them germs. Um, but so like, on garbage day, the day before garbage day, we're going to go around and take cans to the curb or, you know, we have a neighborhood website that everybody's on. So we put on there like if you if you need errands rent, if you need groceries, we want to get And our whole neighborhood is doing this. Like I am I so love amazed that. at our neighborhood and the community, but like. If you, and not just for our elderly neighbors, but if, if you can't make it to the store or if yeah. you need something like there is no shame here, we are all at different places in life and I live in a pretty upper class neighborhood but, um, or mid, you know, upper middle class is what I meant to say we're, we're not upper class, um, but <laughs> we, you know, we all are <laughs> pretty. You know, for the most part, for looking on the outside, looking in, everybody's pretty financially stable or whatever, but yeah. there's, I'm telling you what, there are no freaking guarantees right now. We, we don't know. Like I said, Jim's job is commission, but it's also very much, um, determined by all of his products come in from China. Um, they're all, you know, he's a flooring representative, so everything that he does is based on building and Mm -hmm. construction and, you know, who's putting in new floors right now? I don't know, but it wouldn't be me probably. Yeah. (laughs) So my point is, we don't know where this is going to go for even the most stable, normally incomes. We just don't know. And so I love that I live in a community where we're all helping out each other and very aware of that and I if nothing else comes out of this time I really hope our sense of community is restored um, and all of the divisions of you know differences of opinion about how things should be run in our country or yeah you know all of that I mean not that that's that's always going to be there a little bit but the divide seems so wide right now and I really hope that this time can heal some of that and restore some of that sense of community and yeah. and not just since, you know, Trump's been president or whatever. I think that's been a mark on our community for years and, and decades probably that we just continue to grow wider and wider and wider and further apart. Yeah. Um, it's time like this really shows me that it's time for us to start caring again. Like we were watching that video, my kids and I have, the Italians on their balconies singing together and Ellie's like, that would never happen here. Like that would never happen. And even she goes, I don't know anywhere in the United States that that might happen. Like people don't like each other that much. Yeah, (laughs) And I don't know how it was in Italy before last week. Maybe they had, maybe it was the same feeling and this sense of desperation, like community desperation. Everybody feels that maybe that's what brought them together. I don't know, but I hope that that, it's really, like, I'm my prayer, I, f- I feel it so deep in me. And yeah. it's not normal for, for me to feel like this about something, but I really do. I don't know. I hope there's restoration in our communities because yeah. it's really sad.
1: Yeah. I know. That's, that's my biggest fear is I just, you know, I, I just, I want, I think about families and children and... Yeah, You know, like I just, oh, at the end of this, yeah. like I hope that, um, you know, like yeah. you said, we all come together and take care of each other. And, you know, yeah. like you said, restore, restore community and family and.
0: Yeah, it's, it's making us, I put on, I think I put on the Instagram or something. Yeah. Um, a picture of my family together on a walk yesterday yeah we, I saw like that. we're, that's something we're trying to do is get out of the house together get some fresh air get some change of scenery um because my kids are oh boy my kids are already going bonkers like I can't imagine people
1: with littles I mean oh lordy um well it was freezing here this weekend yes. and so like we couldn't even go outside yeah. I'm like really really lord like <laughs> <I know. laughs> could you at least bring out the sunshine like you gotta know our situation yeah. like yeah I know I was like okay boys bundle up and just go outside and play yeah. basketball like put your beanies on and your gloves I had already put all of our winter stuff yes. away yeah and I was like gosh dang it yeah. got to bring it back out again yeah. here comes the snow
0: it's yeah it snowed here we, we don't even get a lot of snow but it snowed here on Friday all day and part of Saturday yeah um but yeah one of the things that we I'm really realizing I mean my whole point in that picture was it's the first time that we've gone on a family walk, the four of us together, and good old Tank, the dog, was there. Um, <laughs> I don't, I can't even tell you honestly. I, which, yeah, it, I just look at it. and I'm like, okay, we needed this. We, I mean, I hate the yeah. situation. I hate the circumstances, but I mean, Jim and I even last night were talking about how many other people are feeling this way. Of oh, huh, like. I forgot what it feels like for all of us to be home for two days straight together and eat Kelly, meals together. Kelly,
1: I just told, yes, I just told Larry, to like Saturday night, I said, Larry, when was the last time we all sat around? And, I mean, maybe maybe people are going to think we're crazy, but, and ate dinner together? Yeah. Like, no rush. Right. No, like, hurry up, hurry up, stack off your plate, go get your butt in the shower or or you know usually larry has to get up and leave yeah. because he has to go pick somebody up from practice like yeah. you know we just last night we all sat we all sat on the couch together and watched that new uh, movie harriet uh-huh. about harriet tubman oh, yes like i just it, it's amazing it really is like it's it's rated pg13 i think because of there's a couple um profanity words of profanity and then there's um it's pretty intense when it comes to how the slaves were treated. That's yes, right. But not not I mean it's like my nine year old watched it sure. and he was I was okay with him. Yeah. you know, yeah. like but it's an awesome movie. Oh. So
0: you know Okay, it's on my list. I that's if, you, actually- if you're looking,
1: yeah, it's on it's at Redbox. So I don't know, and oh. I I'm not even sure if it's on um Netflix. I bet. But it's good. It was so good. Yeah. But it was like, yes, like our we need this. How many other families need like just slow down, slow yes. down, yeah, and spend time together and yeah, you know, talk and yeah, eat together and you know we yeah, yeah we definitely needed it
0: yeah and, and I I really feel like mo and you and I you know we've talked we're we're sports families so we're going 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 all the time and the older your kids get the more you're going 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 all the time and. Yeah, it's just, you know, and I I feel for my kids. They're used to having stimulation all the time, something generated for them to to give them something to do, to always have to be going, you know. And they don't yeah. have that right now. And so, um, I mean, of course, like my son just wants to play Xbox all the time, so you know, or whatever. But yeah, I'm like, no, we're we're gonna. First of all, we're going to have family time. We're going to make the most of this and make a new normal. Like at the end of this six weeks, you're yeah. we on a minimum of a six week, no school, you know, social distancing thing. At the end of it, we are going to have a new normal that is a healthier normal. I don't care, you know, yeah. what that looks like or what that means for sports commitments or my husband's a coach, you know, all of these things. I don't yeah. care. We're going to make a new normal because this is healthy. Like there's there's somewhere in here that's healthier than what we were doing before. And mm-hmm. oh, if my mother ever listens to this, she's gonna be like, I told her so because she's like oh. so anti. <laughs>
1: yeah, you were right. yeah, oh, wherever you are.
0: Thanks. same
1: situation here.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: God, our mothers so, are always right. <laughs> oh,
0: it's the worst. That's fine. I just look forward to someday where my kids are saying that about me. So it's worth it.
1: I know. Me too.
0: <laughs> someday I'll That'll be That'll happen right someday.
1: One. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. We'll be right.
0: <laughs> so, Nicole, you do you feel like your community as a whole is taking, like, social distancing seriously at this point? Um,
1: you know, I... I don't know because I really didn't, I haven't gone out, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did, but the kids are at school today. Mm-hmm. So I know that this is the last day. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping starting tomorrow, kids will stay home. Yeah.
0: Um, My kids are free.
1: You know, there's not really much else to do here. Like besides right. go to the store yeah. because all restaurants are closed now. Yeah. All entertainment is closed. So like what so... About
0: gathering, my kids are on me and so mad that we won't let them um like have a friend over or hang out together yeah other friends because for now we feel like we have to say no to that until until we have a pulse on what is actually going on and how you know how many people actually do have this we feel like we have to say no to that and they're
1: not well because you never know yeah like you never know if you know because don't they say that you could have the virus for two weeks before you even see symptoms And so it's like, well, I think back to two weeks ago, um, I, this wasn't even on our radar. Like we were out and about doing everything oh, yeah. and touching everyone. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I, you know, God forbid I spread it to, you know, or my kids spread it to someone yeah. else. And yeah. so, no, they're not happy about it, but we're doing the same. Yeah. Like we're just home. Yeah. And, and we're probably, I, others yeah, are doing the same. Yeah.
0: I mean, you and I are in a situation where we're at-home moms anyway. There are still people who are still working, who still have little kids that are having to, like, child care share with their next-door neighbor or, you know, that kind
1: of thing. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Which, listen, I you still got to put food on the table. You still got to do what you got to do. Yes. And so
1: I'm not... Yep, you got to do it. I'm not
0: looking down on anyone that's in that position at all, but... I'm gr- I'm glad that I don't have to make that choice and feel that pressure.
1: I guess, yeah, is my point. yeah,
0: like, yeah. Oh, so the worst part in my household, Ellie, Ellie and I did a little uh, interview this morning. I'll probably do a little bonus episode of my interview this morning with her because she she struggles with anxiety tremendously, and so since mm-hmm. she found out school was closed and uh even maybe a couple of days before that her anxiety has been ramping up like i've just been slowly watching it ramp up and um mm-hmm. it hit the fan when uh after school you know after she went to her last day of school her new boyfriend newish boyfriend who she he's a good kid we actually approve of one so um <laughs> <laughs> and they've been friends forever and finally like she's at a point where she felt healthy enough to have a healthy relationship like she's it's the sweetest thing mm-hmm. she's been putting this kid off since freshman year because um she knew she wasn't at a healthy place and she cared enough about him to want to have a yeah healthy relationship. that's so good my god I mean the one person in the world that that she <laughs> that she did that and it's just the sweetest so anyway they finally are are dating and he's the sweetest kid and uh, he's our neighbor. Like I, she can see his house from our house and that his parents are same as us. Like we're not going anywhere. We're not interacting with anyone to, you know, until mm-hmm. we know you would think these poor kids have their Romeo and Juliet of our time. They are <laughs> oh.
1: Devastation,
0: devastation, and his even more so than yes. us. His parents are like family time. You know, use this as an opportunity to bond or whatever. He's not even really on his FaceTime or Snapchat or whatever that often. She is beside herself with heartbreak. Like, oh, she misses him oh, so. Goodness. It's hilarious. I mean,
1: it's absence. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's
0: what I told her, and she goes, "But it was so cute today." She's like, "I guess." I'm really working on being an independent person and not being codependent. And I thought I was doing really good. She goes, but I'm realizing I maybe, I maybe need to take another look at that. (laughs) Maybe I was a little more dependent than I thought. But, you know, love that's like innocent, really sweet love that the first time you experience that, it's hard to like.
1: Well, especially if they were friends before, like there's a friendship there as well as. attraction
0: yes so anyway i think both sets of families were like all right nice little break because this was moving very quick you know which is
1: whatever yeah
0: but i'm like well you'll survive but i do feel for her because (laughs) she's just so sad
1: anyway so um so how but how how is she with her anxiety yeah
0: so better i mean I, I am. I'm going to put this little, our chat, I made her do it today because she won't talk. She has, has not been wanting to communicate about how she was feeling. And so I kind of did mm-hmm. it as a little experiment. I was like, Hey, Nicole and I are recording about coronavirus on the podcast today
1: mm-hmm. and how it's affecting the Rona.
0: All, the Rona, how it's affecting all of us. Um, why don't you and I do a little interview and you can talk about it from the teenage perspective. And she was all over it. So then of course she opened up and just spilled her guts about how she's feeling. I was like, Hey, we're going to make this a regular
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exercise. <laughs> and she's like, I feel like I'm in therapy. Like that was really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, good job, Kel. I,
0: yeah. You know, I gotta get creative. Um, but yeah. anyway, she, she is it's interesting to see my kids anxiety how it plays out differently like for her she's obsessively cleaning she's taking she and you would be having a heck of a time right now she's take like yesterday she took two baths and a shower like water is very yes. calming and soothing to her so yes
1: two me too. baths
0: with of course the follow up <laughs> shower after each I'm sure and then a really <laughs> long shower we have a tankless water heater. Thank God, so we never run out of water. Because I'm telling you, what? Yeah. Our water bill might be a thousand dollars this month, but we will still at <laughs> least have hot water.
1: But you're going to survive, and you're going to get through it. Yes. So yeah.
0: So she's you know? doing all of the. There's, she's. I I was just really impressed talking to her today. Like, those years of therapy ha, are paying off because she, the coping strategies that she has learned she has
1: actually implemented and really work
0: like they really it's pretty cool to see
1: yeah so well kelly she'll probably use those things for the oh, rest yeah. of her life yeah yeah and that's that's so mature of her to know like what works for yeah. her and take that initiative yeah. and
0: i mean she's still 16 years old so there's still times where
1: Okay, but I know grown-ass adults oh, God, that don't yeah. know what works for them, yeah. and they're not going to take any kind of initiative to work through any kind of feelings. Right.
0: Oh, God. So,
1: I mean, that's huge of yeah. her.
0: Oh, I feel challenged all the time. When I'm watching her deal with stuff, I'm like, oh, hey, take a note there. 43-year-old yeah. version of her. Maybe you should try that, you dummy. So there's yeah. <laughs> there's definitely – I yeah, I'm so proud of her. Oh, i wish everyone could i wish we could do like a time lapse of the last five years of her life and everyone see because it's oh it's beautiful the and growth. wonderful and i just yeah. am so proud of her um yeah so anyway and then jordan is you know he just sinks deeper into like xbox or you know watching like he just wants the distraction he doesn't want to talk about it he doesn't want to think about it he wants to tell me how mad he is that his friend can't come over and then he's like fine i'll just go play xbox like it's definitely yeah yeah
1: i I wonder if that's a boy thing because that's kind of how. well my boys have each other yeah which i don't think they realize how fortunate how fortunate they are yeah you know that they have each other so they're not I don't think they're ever going to get like lonely. Yeah.
0: Um
1: they're literally probably going to kill each other. Yeah. Or drive me insane at some point yes. because of their incessant competition and in everything that they do. <laughs> but you know, that's the only thing that they're really upset about is yeah. like I won't let them eat chips whenever they want and they can't have their friends over. <laughs> right. Like Yeah. But they are nine and twelve, so those are huge. Those are big deals in their life. Like- oh
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's their so- whole life. I mean, everything that's been changed here has basically taken away young children, young adult, you know, teenage type people. It's taken their whole life away. Their whole existence is is kind of on hold right now. So I get it. Yeah. One thing that I am really hopeful, we talked a little bit about the financial, economic aspect of things, but I'm loving when I see these these billionaires and these billionaire companies who are redirecting the money that they would be spending in back into their workers. So uh, finding yeah. a way to, I'm going to put this out there right now, and I hope that it catches on. I'm sure other people, I I mean, this is not an original idea here, but I hope that everybody starts to really think about this. If I find out that a company has taken, it is still paying its hourly workers or taking care of its people financially or giving in some way to help take care of people financially during this time, I will support them for the rest of my life. I will like, if that, if that business Acts responsibly and with compassion during this time, I will I will buy from them forever. Like that is absolutely yeah. where I'm at right now, and so and I hope that I hope that that becomes a marked part of our of our you know society and purchasing, and I hope that businesses feel that pressure. Like Jim works, Jim's company is owned by Berkshire Hathaway. Like it's the parent company who is One of those like mega rich billionaires. He's like, you know, top five billionaires in the in the world guy. I can't remember Mm -hmm. his name. Mm -hmm. Some old guy. Some old white guy. Um (laughs) (laughs) he owns like half of the world. And in and but he's also one of the people he's one I, I probably should look him up and know his name because he's I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking, but he's one of the billionaires who have been like, Yeah, tax me more you know, I'll pay more taxes to make sure the people of our country are better yeah. taken care of. And, um, yeah. and that's, that's, I mean, Jim was working there. He, his company bought Jim's old company. So it's not like Jim works for that company because of this guy, but uh-huh. Jim's like, I've never been more proud to work for a company because of yeah the kind of man he is and the principles that he operates by Warren Buffett. That's his name. Holy oh God. yeah. I forget yeah. 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 He's, he's um,
1: a huge mogul.
0: Yeah. And, but just a good man. Yeah. And we haven't received any information yet, you know, as far as this, I mean, the company Jim works for is probably one of 10,000 that he owns. But um, I, I, there's part of me that's not super scared because I feel like um, he's the type of person that will make sure his, his employees down to the, you know, warehouse worker or Mm -hmm. you know whatever Mm -hmm. that they're at least trying to take care of their employees we'll see i mean you never know but when the rubber meets the road this is when we will know like billionaires put your money where your mouth is because yeah and yeah anyway that's a whole that's a whole thing um what about larry he's he's still working
1: so he, well, along with owning our trucking company, he's also a juvenile probation officer. And yeah. as of right now, um, the county, county employees, like he had court this morning. So county employees are yeah. still still going to work. Okay. Um, fingers crossed that our sweet juveniles in town don't go buck wild <laughs> for the next six weeks because... Yes. <laughs> Um, but I do know, like, I have a friend whose husband is a police officer here in town and he said they are on, um, he was explaining to us what they were told that, um, they're still on patrol and they're still working, but it's like a low, low contact sort of uh style. So like, don't put your hands on anyone unless it is absolutely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do not try and solve a lot of problems over the phone. Like if someone yeah. calls and says like, I have a flat tire or I'm broken down instead of yeah. sending an officer, you try and they they're going to try and solve it over the phone. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's, that's just kind of where we're at. Like, yeah. So right. As of right now, Larry, Larry's still going to work Yeah. and, um, we do have one, um, one factory one plant that is closed for right now. Um, but there's still a couple more that are still running as of, as of today. Uh-huh. Um, but that's another thing, you know, we got drivers that they don't get paid unless loads are, right. are hauled. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, we, we got to take care of ours too. No matter, I mean, we're a small, we're a very small business, but w- you know, we right. will still take care of ours. And
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean that, and that's, The small companies, the small businesses, you guys are the ones. You're the ones that are going to feel this the most, you know, probably for a while. And so, yeah. Yeah. My heart is there for so many people. So, so much. But you guys definitely. And I was thinking about your, is your mom still a phlebotomist?
1: Yes, she um, works for Inland Northwest Blood Supply, so she draws blood, and she said they are swamped.
0: Oh, I bet.
1: Because, um, you know, people know that in times of crisis, like, the hospitals need blood. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. She says that, and my dad works for the city of Spokane, and he's still working too. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I just think about like, especially, you know, her in a medical capacity and she's, you know, they're high risk, even though they're healthy and, you know, they're just, they're right on the cusp of that high risk. My, my one mother-in-law is a flight attendant and fortunately she has the seniority, you know, at her age, she has the seniority since she is, you know, in the high risk category or whatever that she can choose to give away her trips and work very minimally. Um, Uh And especially right now, since there's, you know, travel is so shut down anyway, you know, it's, I'm sure it's fine. But when she made the decision to, to not be flying right now, I was so relieved um, Yeah, because I was really worried about her and in that, you know, just that environment, not, not really where you want to be. So,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting times. I I feel like some people are probably like so over talking about this and over hearing about it or whatever. But I mean, yeah. not that it's going to be a main focus of ours forever. But I definitely wanted to to just have an episode today of I well, first of all, I wanted to hear things how things were going with you guys, and um, I thought it would be a good a good thing for us to just share this is real life right now I mean what the hell
1: yeah, else do yeah, you have is. to talk
0: about I don't
1: even <laughs> like, yeah
0: what else would you talk about right now um
1: yeah but okay so look, before we, we are I mean we are history we are making I mean yeah. we are a part of history yeah. right now and There's... no matter how annoying it is and it disrupts our life like yeah, yeah this is this is life. and Yeah.
0: And it is world changing. It really is. Yeah, I, it really there's is. There's no way as a world society we can walk away from this and just go back to business as usual and not change anything before this. It's just yeah. a matter of if how you, and what.
1: Kelly, if you could give like a one sentence um, advice, like for someone to take away today, what would you say?
0: Oh, that's tough. I think it's the advice that I give or the principle that I try to live by and everything is just love. Like you said, look up from yourself and love and every decision you make, every um, choice or um, interaction is from just do it from a place of love. And how will this affect us as a whole? I mean, you know, and, and hopefully through that we have a, we can stay positive and we can have faith and we can have, um, yeah, I don't by any, by any means subscribe to the belief that this is happening because of God's judgment or,
1: no. um, yeah. I
0: don't, there is not one part of me that thinks that a, a true loving God would ever be that way in any way, shape or form. So I can't, I no. can't say that. Um, I would ever, you know, support that type of an idea, but it is an opportunity to kind of put your, I'm not a person who generally really focuses on, um, my faith is something that's in me, but it's not something that I is even a daily conscious thought until Mm -hmm. recently. And, um, yeah. I just, even the last few days, I, I find myself getting emotional and choked up because, um, I'm grateful that I have faith because I've, I feel yeah. like I could be very, very overwhelmed right now. Um, if I didn't have my faith, I, I can yeah. be very fearful and very, um, just, um, overwhelmed by the negative, you know, of, of everything. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for faith. And I, so I guess that would be my takeaway is if you do have whatever your greater, whatever your faith is in, in your greater self, whether you call that God, whether you call that, um, the universe, whatever it is that people call it, I think yeah. almost every person whatever on, you this can Earth, hold on to. yeah, every person has a higher yeah. self, a higher, you know, part of them that they tap into when the going gets tough and mine happens to be God. That's you know that's what I yeah. call mine. That's what I believe in, um, and it's also my greater self, the greater part inside of me that I believe God put inside of there. That's what I that's what I dig down into, and say, okay, I <laughs> this is what I got. I got my yeah. faith. I got my love. I've got my family. This is what I'm digging into right now to get through this. So, what about you? What yeah. would yours be?
1: Um, I think as like as a stay at home mom and I'm going to have four kids now at home all day. And I'm, I'm really trying to wake up every morning and see the good. Yeah. See the good that there's, there's good in every, like, you know, the whole day might not be good. Right. But there's a, there's good in every day. Look, look up, look out, look out your windows and see the good and find the silver lining in every day. And yes, I might get frustrated today. Um, my kids might not get along at all yeah. today, yeah. but we're here and we're together and we're healthy.
0: Yeah. And
1: I have a pantry full of food and, you know, see the good, see yeah. the good around you. See, you know, wake up, wake up with gratefulness in your heart. And yeah, you know, we're, we're going to get through this and um, there, there's always a good.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, and I'm, I'm glad we have this community right now. I'm, (laughs) I mean, it's been a very wonderful, um, a little, a great distraction, but also just a positivity that I'm really grateful. We started doing this when we did because it's a gift to me right now to, to reach out, to get, you know, we're, since we launched, over the weekend, we had an early launch of the podcast and we've had, um, a really good response and a lot of good, like, I'll have to share them with you because you don't, you're not, I do all of our social media, so I'm getting the direct messages and stuff, but,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, just comments and, and direct messages from people of encouragement and loving, you know, just what we have to say and what, um, just so much encouragement and um, but it also feels like a sense of community of you know we can we're all in we have this space and I especially you know when you're talking about stay-at-home moms and what have you like this is such an awesome space. I was thinking um, I might create a Facebook group that um, for all of our our listeners or people who engage with us on social media, Facebook is the one place where you can have a group, but I thought it might be fun for people to go in there and, and start that sense of community. So I'll get that Mm -hmm. up and running and put it on social media. But I do, I'm grateful for this, this podcast, this, you know, our relationship together, you and I, but maybe we just start a little community where people can go on and, um, You know, the things that we talk about on the episode, especially this episode and as we go forward, you know, some of the more serious stuff, be a support for one another. You know, we...
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: One of the things that you've expressed that I so love is that you want to be a help. You want to be a light and a support to other people exactly in in the place that we're at right now. Just mom's getting it done. And (laughs) yeah, um, yeah, I... I think that will be, um, if we have a community that people want to join and be a part of, then hopefully that's your place is, you know, to, to reach out and, and be a light to people. So I'm going to get that up today so that we have that. And maybe it's just going to be you and me. <laughs> or <laughs> you and me and three. Uh, but anyway, at least we have a place. Well, and my and my four go.
1: kids because they're going to be home now. So. <laughs>
0: We know your mom will join, so we will have- Yes, and my
1: sisters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'll put that up on Instagram, and then I'll put it in the show notes for people who- This episode will go up tomorrow on Tuesday, um, and then hopefully people will- If if they feel like they need a place to reach out or whatever, they can um, have a place to go and have somebody at least listening or giving- suggestions on how to stay sane with our children yeah
1: yeah good
0: hand cream to help combat the dry skin for the hand washing all of
1: (laughs) homemade Um, recipes for hand sanitizer yeah oh how can you stretch a bottle of ketchup (laughs) how can how can you make one loaf of bread last three weeks
0: I was making Jer- Jordan Love's homemade pizza, and I, like, I try to, the crap foods that my kids want to eat, I try to, like, find a healthy way to do it. Well, we're out of the pizza sauce that I use, and so I had to, like, improvise and make spaghetti, pizza sauce for his stupid pizza today. I just had a can of crushed tomatoes. I blended up and put some yeah. Italian seasonings in. He took a bite of the pizza. He's like, what's up with the sauce, mom?
1: <laughs> You're like, shit, he caught me.
0: Yeah, I was like, well, guess we're going back to the store. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully there's pizza sauce.
1: (laughs) Listen, kid, Uh, tough times call for tough measures. That's
0: right. I probably could have put a little more effort into it, so I'm going to try to (laughs) redeem myself. I was like, oh, throwing this in the blender. Yep, we're good. (laughs)
1: Let's see how starving he really is.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're all in this together if you have a good pizza sauce recipe let me know do you have anything else nicole that you want to
1: no i'm good Uh, no
0: thank you for sharing your family and how things are going. yes
1: i so feel like i could like walk away today with like i feel like this conversation like gave me peace and joy and i know
0: too me too oh it's good stuff Um, Hey, if you're listening and you would like to give us the best gift there ever was, it would mean a whole lot if you are on Apple Podcasts, if you would give us a review and you can select from the stars, like there's up to five stars. You can give us some stars.
1: Okay, wait, I got, I got to tell you. (laughs) So Eddie, okay, so this morning... I was showing him that our podcast was up and he's like, mom, you got to tap the five stars. I said, Eddie, I can't rate my own podcast. Yes, you can, mom. I said, no, yeah. Eddie, I'm not. I'm not going to rate my own podcast. He goes, mom, you got to do it. Like, just tap the five stars, mom. Come on. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's nine, it. right? So like, he's like, mom, give it the five give stars.
0: all the stars. I'm like, right now okay, first we of have all- zero
1: stars. <laughs> i'm like eddie i can't do it he's like well i'll do it for you i'm like no it'll still show that it's from me perfect who even cares if
0: it would let me do it i would do it but it's we log in under my login so i can't nicole give us will the it first show review.
1: will it show that it's from me who cares
0: i that's an excellent idea i'm gonna go get all of my kids devices i'm gonna give us stars just tap the
1: five friggin' stars
0: give us the stars Oh, I yeah. love Eddie! Thank you, Eddie. I that know, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys give us the stars for Eddie. He wants. Come on, Abner! Yes,
1: him. do it for Eddie.
0: <sighs> but seriously, <laughs> um, if you can leave us a review, subscribe. These are the ways that you can help our podcast reach more people. Um, subscribe, and then give us some stars. And then if you really, really, really want to be our best friend, write a review. So when you do that, you do, you can put in a fake name. Like you can say your name is um, Bob Jones. It's fine. And then write a review. I mean, if you're going to write a bad review, then just, you know, keep that to yourself. But a Private decent, message, yes. yeah, <laughs> you like you save your concerns for privacy. I would love to hear them, but let's not make that public. um but if you're going to say something remotely nice all the way up to a rave review then write the review and we are going to in this 30 days of pushing for um stars and reviews we are going to do some contests I have oh we have a partner who I love 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 she makes our I have some wine glasses that have really funny sayings on them like leave me alone and go play or because kids are assholes. Like she does these super fun wine glasses and signs around my house that I have. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to do a little com- contest of like a drawing. If you do not a contest, but a drawing, if you give us a review or give us some stars, your name goes into a drawing at the end of the 30 days, we're going to give
1: um, some yes. prizes
0: away from her shop. Uh, Cause she's a small business and is not able to do these trade shows right now because of the Rona, um, where she makes all of her income and she, oh God, her stuff is just so perfectly improperly forward and everything's not fine. It like, she's my, she could have created all of my merch back in the day uh, because it's so improper and so awesome. and yeah. Sassy. So um, anyway, we're going to do some fun stuff from her and then um, working on some other fun stuff for drawings for people who jump on share us with their friends you guys we want this to be a party so you got to invite your friends in order for it to be a party otherwise it's just awkward sitting in your mom's basement listening to records back in the day <laughs> so yeah that's that's my pitch that's my bag please don't make it weird like just be part of the party so yeah I think I think that's all I got to say. I have made this officially long and weird enough. So, And it's an extended episode today because it's special. We're in an yeah. hour and six minutes right now. So get your butt in good. a
1: bath, take a bubble oh. bath, and listen to this pod.
0: Yes. I almost took a bath the other I was Last night, I was like, God. I just need
1: to relax. Maybe
0: I should take it's a bath. Good, uh, I might have to today. Oh, all
1: right. We'll see. You if I had good I'll, I'm you know it. <laughs> no, no one's got to tell me.
0: <laughs> uh, your mom texted. It's so cute. The pegster did a group chat, a group text with us last night. My heart melted. It was the best thing. And she was like, I Nicole, know. a two-hour bath isn't, what did she say? A guilty pleasure. You guilty. got a
1: bang. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, friendliness. What did she say? Oh, God, it was I gotta. Best. I got to go back. Cleaning, cleaning yourself for two hours is not a guilty pleasure. It's needed. <laughs> it's needed.
0: And then she told you to eat ice cream.
1: Now, if you eat ice cream in the tub, she's, yeah. But the funny thing is, is I'm not cleaning myself for the whole two hours. <laughs> well, I would hope not. God. You didn't have any skin
0: left. Your whole body would look like my hands do right now. <laughs> oh. All right.